Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Mark Cologne Wrestling Podcast. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, that is right. It is your boy. I am here, people. Um, it's it's the weekend. It is the weekend, y'all. It is the weekend. Um, <clears throat> no better feeling when you could just relax, and that's one of those uh, weeks for me that I can actually relax, people. I can actually relax. Um, and it feels good. It, it really feels good. I'm, like, mentally, physically exhausted. Um, and the fact that I'm able to relax, um, to have sports again, you know, pro wrestling is still on. It's It feels good. It feels good. That really, really, really feels good. Um, so I'm happy about that. Just having a little back pain, rough, rough week at work. Um, it's, it's been insane, but um, hey, I'm I'm here. I am here, and uh, we can just keep going because now, now people, now that extreme rules is out of the way. Now that Extreme Rules is out of the way, people, all we have to look forward to is SummerSlam. Now, SummerSlam is right around the corner, ladies and gentlemen, and I can't wait. I'm I'm going to be one of them that cannot wait to see the matches that are put, um, and uh, we're definitely going to kick off the show with uh, some some Extreme Rules recap. Um, I've seen there was a lot of people that were not too happy with um, things that went down at the pay-per-view. Um, <clears throat> I was not one of those people. I was very um, pleased with what i seen on the pay-per-view. Um, I don't know why. I really, I really don't know why other people were not pleased with it. Um, I think they say the booking or whatever, but I think the booking was actually really, really smart. Um, and we're going to get into all of that. It was, I just wish, you know, people need to understand it's so hard right now. Especially in these times, it's so hard. You don't understand the difficulty is the is to um just try to plan the Monday Night Raw, a pay per view, AEW, all those things. Um, it's not like the that you know like baseball's back and you know. You know, we got hockey and basketball coming back next week and then football in a month. You, all they, all those guys have to do is play. They don't have to go by a script. <clears throat> they don't have to do a booking. That's all. They have to do a card on that field, play, and try to win. Um, with WWE, it's uh, a little bit more difficult than that. Um, but... I think they've done an excellent job. So has AEW. 
other people seem um, not, they don't, I guess, uh, they don't think they have done a excellent job. Um, I think it's bogus. I think it's uh, stupidity from uh, other people. Um, I think we just need to enjoy what we have now. Because tomorrow it might not be there. So. Yes. So. Uh, but let's get into it. Uh, let's talk about uh, 2020 WWE horror, horror show at Extreme Rules. That's exactly what that was. What we've seen um, throughout the weekend. That's exactly what that was. Uh, Kevin Owens versus Murphy in the kickoff show. Owens defeated Murphy via pinfall. Um, the SmackDown Tag Team Championships were on the line. The New Day versus Shusuke Nakamura and Cesaro. Uh, Nakamura and Cesaro defeated the New Day to win the titles. Um, I was pleased with this. I really I was pleased with it. The outcome of it. Um, did not think Nakamura and Cesaro actually were going to win. Um... But they did, and um, it's I I can't wait to see how um <clears throat> how they book them. I cannot <clears throat> cannot wait to see that. That should be exciting. Um, the SmackDown Women's Championship was on the line. Bailey versus Nikki Cross. Bailey defeated Cross to retain the title. Um, this was also this was another good match. Um, I feel like uh. You know, having Sasha, um, <clears throat> having Sasha interfere and you know help Bailey, but you know Bailey distracts the ref. Banks slipped her uh, boss four finger ring to Bailey as the referee was distracted, and Bailey punched uh, Cross in the ribs and scored the pin. Which I think there's there's no better way to to have a match like that. Like that was the perfect uh, ending to the match. Um, I think I think if you want to you know execute the right way and do certain things, um, you have to uh, have this type of finish. You know, as heels as they are heels. You definitely have to have this uh, type of finish, and um, I enjoyed it. I really did enjoy it. Um, Rey Mysterio versus Seth Rollins' I for an I match, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Seth Rollins did beat uh, Rey Mysterio, um, and uh, a lot of people were not happy with it. A lot of people were not happy of how Rey Mysterio lost, and then, um, and then, uh, you know, him getting his, you know, eye taken out. Um, but I know people are not too happy because they didn't see an eye come out. Um, listen, <clears throat> listen, people. Um, I think I thought it was a great match. I thought, you know, it was, uh, Tremendous feel, tremendous setting, uh, and um, you know it was it was what we needed to see. Um, it really was what we needed to see out of them guys, and uh, 
I thought it was a terrific match. It was a great match. Uh, would have what would have I at least uh, would have I liked to see the eyeball fall out of the eye socket and just blood just falling out. Absolutely, but we did not get that. That's the only thing I will say. I did not like that. I also didn't like that. I would have put this, if you're going to put anything at the end, this you had to put at the end of the show. You finish the show off. Just imagine. Seth Rollins forces, forces Rey Mysterio's eye out. It falls on the ground, blood. And instead of Ray Mister, uh, sorry, instead of Seth Rollins puking on the floor, you have Seth Rollins just taunting Ray Mysterio. Um, you get like the spotlight, that bright light on on Seth Rollins, and he's just you know looking up at at the roof basically, and just I don't know. You could do so much things, but in that moment. That's why I will say Seth Rollins puking that, no. It's an eye for an eye match. So his eye is going to have to come out. That means Seth Rollins was not confident that I was going to come out. Seth Rollins thought his eye was going to come out. Um, You know, you have that. Uh, then you have, you know, like I said, blood and the eye falling out would have been perfect. And I'm um, having it to end the show would have been perfect. Where you just point, you had the camera at, um, at the eyeball just rolling around or just stuck there. That would have, <clears throat> that would have definitely done it. Um, the Raw Women's Championship was on the line. Oscar versus Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks uh, beat. Beat Oscar, thanks to Bailey. She put on the ref shirt and counted one, two, three. Um, now it did end basically in a no contest. Um, but um, we all know Sasha Banks is a champ. We all know people. Me and my wife we predicted this last week. We said it was going to happen, and it happened. Not the right way, but it happened. And uh, this, we'll see where this goes. I mean, thinking SummerSlam, but uh, I mean, I know where it's going to go. I just have to wait to get a, the Raw recap to tell you guys. But I think it's, it's going to end up going to SummerSlam. I do believe it. Um, if Sasha wins that Raw Women's Championship, though, that that really be great for Sasha Banks. I think she uh she deserves it, and she she there's there's no other woman on the planet that that deserves it more. I'm I'm sorry, um, than Sasha Banks right now. I am so sorry. It's true. Unless this is the way. Well, we'll talk about it on Raw. About Raw, um, the WWE Championship was on the line. 
Um, Drew McIntyre versus Dolph Ziggler, ladies and gentlemen. Extreme rules for the challenger. Uh, Drew McIntyre retained. This was also a excellent match. Probably uh, the best match of the night. Um, and, you know, they, they did their thing. They did their thing, these two. Um, I like the stipulation. I liked it. Um, you know... Only an extreme rules match just for Dolph Ziggler. Um, I thought it was great. I thought it was excellent. Um, and yeah, have an extreme rules match at extreme rules. Thank you for that. Nobody else had an extreme rules match. So that was good. Um, Braun Strowman versus Bray Wyatt. Wyatt Swamp fight non-title match. And uh, Wyatt defeated Strowman. I like the thing with Alexa Bliss and, you know, um, her being like Sister Abigail. And, you know, um, just Braun being there at that swamp, taking him back to where he's basically from. And having and you having um <clears throat> and you having um how do I say this you having the opportunity to bring the fiend in at the end it's it was amazing. It it really was. Um and you know we'll see what happens next. Obviously I don't think Roman Reigns is coming <clears throat> anytime soon, so I'm guessing Bray will, will, will uh, face Braun Strowman at SummerSlam, I am guessing. We will have to find out in a few weeks. Um, let's talk about Monday Night Raw, though. Monday Night Raw was a good Monday Night Raw. Um, we had Seth Rollins defeat Aleister Black via pinfall. Um, a tremendous match, a tremendous match. And Seth Rollins, he just keeps on coming, um, you know, and he keep Seth Rollins just keep getting better and better as it, as it, uh, this goes on. And, um. I'm really, really happy for the dude. He deserves it. And, and you know, um, a heel Rollins is definitely better, better than a face Rollins. I will say that. Um, 24-7 championship was on the line. Shelton Benjamin defeated R-Truth via pinfall to win the title. Um... So that was good. I'm happy for uh, Sean Benjamin. Um, Mustafa Ali, Cedric Alexander, and Ricochet defeated Bobby Lashley, MVP, and Shelton Benjamin via pinfall. Um, a very good match. Uh, a very good tag team match at that. A very good tag team match. Um, Ruby Riot defeated Peyton Royce via pinfall. Um... The Street Profits defeated Andrade and Angel Garza via pinfall in a non-title match. Um, 
This was a very good match. Very good match. Uh, you know, Angel Garza and Andrade, they're on the, they're on the same page. They just you got to get over that hump and win them Raw Tag Team titles. Uh, they do. And I'm a huge fan. Like, one of my favorites right now is Angel Garza. Like, I'm a huge fan of Angel Garza, people. I believe he has the potential to do great things in WWE. I really do. And I believe w that's why WWE has been using him so much. Um, I got to say, the best thing that could have happened to uh, to um, to uh, Angel Garza was when uh, Andrade got injured. And Selena Vega started managing him, bringing him to the main roster. That that was great. That was great. Um, Stephanie McMahon clarified the situation with the Raw Women's Championship after Extreme Rules. Um, Stephanie McMahon announced that uh, Banks and uh, Asuka would rematch for the Raw Women's Championship. Next week, with the title changing via pinfall, the submission, disqualification, countout, or interference. So, uh, yeah, people. Um, I think... I think Sasha's gonna walk out of Raw next week as the women's champ. If not... What I see... Oh, man, this is gonna be crazy. But I'd have to see if Sasha loses to Oscar. Bailey comes out because her friend is getting beat up, and she thinks that's what's best for her friend. But the ref says, "Oh, there's an interference!" Ding, 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 ding. And new or still, I don't know. Uh, women's champ Oscar, and then Sasha Banks beats. Bailey so bad. Oh my goodness. It's the beginning of a SummerSlam blockbuster match. Sasha Banks versus Bailey, former best friends for the SmackDown Women's Championship at SummerSlam. That's the way I would I mean, that's the way I would do it if you're not going to give the Raw Women's Championship to Sasha Banks. Which, I mean, I think you should, but, you know. We'll see. Um, Kyrie Sane defeated Bailey via pinfall in a non-title match. Um, Drew McIntyre gets a solid deal for a rematch with Dolph Ziggler. Saying, but this time... But this time, Dolph... Uh, sorry, Drew McIntyre picks the stipulation. Um, I think it'll be an excellent match. I think he'll be, pick a great stipulation. Something, uh, probably somebody, nobody will see. Okay. Even if it's like a last man standing match, who cares? We're getting a match. That's it. Between these two great, uh, wrestlers. Um, Randy Orton defeated Big Show via pinfall and an unsanctioned match. Legend Killer just keeps on killing him. This was great. Um, and, uh, you know, Randy Orton just keeps improving, people. He just keeps improving. Um, and 
he he's nowhere close to done yet. So uh and uh yeah, as it was announced this week on Raw. He will pick uh who his next challenge will be. So uh I mean I'm guessing Drew McIntyre. So probably Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler thing, that match will probably happen earlier than expected. They could have that as the main event, but I'm I thinking for somehow I think they're gonna have the Sasha Banks and Oscar match for the last match. If they do it how I just said to you, yeah, that's a great way to open, end up and uh to end Raw, but you could also end it with uh, Randy Orton taking out Drew McIntyre after he successfully retains his championship. So, but uh, we'll we'll see. We'll see. We'll get to that soon. Um, let's talk about NXT, people. Let's talk about NXT. Um, Keith Lee relinquishes the North American title. William Regal announces tournament. Um. This was a great, great segment. I, I'm bummed out about this. I am bummed out about this. Um, that uh, I understand why they just said, Keith Lee, you're gonna drop the title. I mean, when you when you think about it, if Keith Lee walks into which the next takeover is NXT TakeOver uh, 30. will be at the SummerSlam uh, weekend. Um, I understand why they said, no, um, you're just going to relinquish it. Because if it's... Uh, if Keith Lee walks into the main event of TakeOver as both champions and he's facing uh, a... Uh, He's facing somebody like Karrion Cross. They're going to say, um, sir, we know you're going to lose it. But if he goes into TakeOver only as the NXT champion, you really don't know what's going to happen with Keith Lee and Karrion Cross when they match up. So I like it. I do like it. And I I can't wait. Now, Will and Regal, they say, say there'll be a series of... Uh, Hmm. Triple threat matches, which would serve as qualifiers for a ladder match at NXT TakeOver 30. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see. <sighs> Dexter, Dexter Loomis. Dexter Loomis versus Killian Dane, ladies and gentlemen. Um... Loomis defeated Dane by technical knockout. That was alright, people. I mean, um... You know, uh... Loomis is just better working off for, like, faster opponents. Um, but, hey. Loomis... won, so, you know. It's fine. It's fine. Brizango versus Ever Rise. Um, Brizango did beat Ever Rise. Also, I feel like just like these matches here, they were just matches to put on. They had no story to it. They had no no great moments to it. Um, so yeah. Shotzi Blackheart versus Aaliyah with 
Robert Stone. Blackheart defeated Aaliyah by pinfall. And um, Mercedes Martinez saved Robert Stone, Robert Stone from getting ran over by a tank. And uh, Mia Martinez, Mia Marti Mercedes Martinez, sorry. Guys, I'm out of it. Mercedes Martinez uh, agreed to join the Robert Stone brand. Um, like I said, another match that really did not need to happen, but it happened. So what are we going to do? Um, the North American Championship qualifier, Johnny Gargano versus Roderick Strong versus Bronson Reed. And Bronson Reed um, moved on, um, which was actually surprising. I, don't, I think they just put Roderick Strong in just to make it seem like he's not him and the Undisputed Era are not going to the main roster. Um, but surprise, actually, Johnny Gargano actually didn't um, win this match. It was uh, cool to see Bronson get the win. This was a tremendous match. This was a great match. Great triple threat match, and it had a story to it. Um, so, we'll, uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, Oni Lorcan versus Timothy Thatcher. Um, Timothy Thatcher defeated Lorcan by a pinfall. This was a great match. You know, they got chemistry and it has a story to it already. And uh, this was just great. It was, it was great. It was great. And ho may hopefully, I mean, we get a third match to this. We'll see. Dominic Dijakovic versus Karrion Cross, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Karrion Cross defeated Dijakovic by technical knockout. This was a great way to end the main event. Um, so the, basically, the last three matches were good and exciting, but the other ones were just like bleh. Like I say, like I said on the last podcast. Blah, 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 That's right. So, uh, it was good. It was exciting. It was, um, yeah, uh, it was a great match. It was, um, it was a great way, way to end, uh, the show. Um, and, you know, this was just continuing the story of Lee and Cross. You know, going face-to-face, -face, and now the story can begin. Um, and it was a great match. It was probably one of the best ones of Cross has ever had. Definitely more competitive and uh, impressive. It was impressive. So uh, that was good. Um, uh, let's talk about All Elite Wrestling, AEW Dynamite. Let's, uh, let's talk about it, people. Let's talk about it. Guys, if I don't feel like I'm up to it, it's just I, I really have a bad headache. But I was like, you know, I got to do the show. I cannot do the show. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. AEW Dynamite. Cody, Cody versus Eddie Kingston TNT Championship was on the line. Um... Wow, this this was an amazing match. 
amazing match. Um, if there's a match, I can say, yeah, there's no fans, but you got to go check this match out. Um, it, you'll, you'll jump off your seat with this one. Definitely this one. Definitely this one. Um, very good, very exciting, and uh, I know it was more hardcore, but we need things, more things like this in pro wrestling, especially on national television. So thank you, AEW. <laughs> MJF versus Griff Garrison. Um, MJF won. Uh, sorry, and Cody retained as well. Um, but yeah, um, MJF won. MJF. MJF beat a jobber. It was, wasn't that impressive. But I, I mean, as far as MJF, um, you know, it's heel work. It's heel work. So it's top heel work. So it's all right. It's all right, people. Um, the Butcher and the Blade versus the Young Bucks. All right. Um, Nick and Jack. Uh, Nick and Matt Jackson beat uh, the Young Bucks, obviously. They beat uh, the Butcher and Blades. So, yeah. A very good match. Very explosive, um, entertaining. And uh, when you see, you know, and I, I mean, personally, me, I don't know much about the Butcher and Blade. And a lot of people don't either. You know, this is a match a, a match against the Young Bucks. That's how you get, kind of get them over. You know, so that's very exciting. Now we had Diamante versus Ivalisa. Ivalisa or whatever. Um, Diamante won um, to con continue her recent winning streak. Um, <clears throat> Alan Angels versus Adam Page. Adam Page. Um... Adam Ham Hangman Page did win. Um, you know, a brawl ended with uh, Lee and Colt Cabana. And, you know, uh, they offered uh, Page a spot in the Dark Order. Page turned it down and led to a huge fight. And FTR and Kenny Omega showed up to clear the ring, ladies and gentlemen, this was also okay. Also, AEW had their moments too Wednesday night, Willie. Really. Guys, what are you doing? Put, give us a story. Give us a match. And the Adam Hangman Page has a story, but, you know, that's not the kind of story we want. So, we know he's never going to join the Dark Order. At least I don't think. Uh, Jurassic Express versus Chris Jericho and Jack. Hager, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Chris Jericho and Jack Hager won. And uh, also, Sammy Guevara has returned from the suspension to help the inner circle. Our best friends in uh, Orange Cassidy came out to even the odds. This was a great match. And to see Sammy Guevara return and, um, you know, Jack Hager uh, looked extremely expressive, impressive. With this quickness, um, you know, uh, 
yeah, the outside interference and all that, it just, it made it a, a better match. And that was the main event. Um, I mean, yeah, so. Yeah, people. Yes. Um, then we look at uh, SmackDown. SmackDown this week. And also, it seems like Darby Allen got injured. Uh, you know, um, Darby Allen came out to attack uh, Brian Cage. You know, Starks helped Cage. Then Cage finished it off. Then Moxley tried to help. That didn't do much. Um, but, yeah, it seems like he did get hurt. I'll have more news on it. Um, hopefully, by should hear something Wednesday night. Maybe he's there. Maybe he's fine. Or maybe while I do the podcast next week, uh, maybe he isn't fine. Well, um, we'll see. We'll see, though. Hope all prayers up to him. But let's talk about SmackDown. Uh, Bailey and Sasha Banks were out to open SmackDown. Um, so, uh, um, sorry. On on SmackDown, Nikki Cross had a fight face uh, face Alexa Bliss. Winner would get a shot at a uh, Bailey's championship next week, and this is why two people I say we might get Sasha and Bailey on, on SummerSlam. Why not the winner just face Bailey at uh, at SummerSlam? Unless this is a story, constant story, might get a triple threat match between Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross, and Bailey. Could be. Um, but yeah, people, yes, um, uh, Nikki Cross defeated Alexa Bliss via pinfall, um, and, uh, Bliss did congratulate Cross until they're now focused on becoming the new champion, which she'll get her opportunity next week. Um, Bray Wyatt ready to unleash the fiend. Let me in. Oh, well, what? Um, yes, he is ready to unleash the fiend, ladies and gentlemen. Um, he's setting his sights on Braun Strowman in the Universal Championship. Guessing it'll be for SummerSlam. I mean, when other, when else would you do it? Um, and yeah, for the past few months, this is what we've been waiting for. You know, you bring out, uh, the, the, um... The Bray Wyatt from the Funhouse. Then you bring out Bray, original Bray Wyatt, which, oh my goodness, I love. And then you bring out the Fiend Bray Wyatt. Watch out, people. It's about to get dark. Matt Riddle defeated Tony Nese via pinfall. Oh, this this was a pretty good match, Um, you know. But, you know, it could have been better, but... um. And, you know, it's looking like there will be a program with King Corbin and, uh, King Corbin and, uh, Matt Riddle. So, we'll see. I think that's a good, that'll be a great match, to be honest. Um, Naomi appeared as a guest on Miz TV. Um, you know, um, this would be exciting. Uh, you know, um, Lacey Evans came out and. And, you know, Naomi beat her, beat her butt, beat her butt. Biggie singles push time. 
Um, we've seen uh, Kofi Kingston and Big E. Um, you know, they were talking backstage, and Kofi Kingston said he'll likely be out for six weeks with an injury. Um, and it's looking like, it's looking like Big E will get a singles push. And I cannot wait. The only thing I say here is, I don't, right now you can't, you can't push him for that WWE championship, but you can push him for that, uh, the Intercontinental Championship, uh, out for six weeks. I don't know if you, you could do it for SummerSlam. I don't know if you do it for SummerSlam or the pay-per-view after. Or it could be a SmackDown. Um, but this isn't only the big question. The also the big question would have to be, is Kofi Kingston going to turn heel on Big E when he comes back? Now he has to take a singles push. Kofi's going like, oh, all right, get, let him. He's going to have a singles push, but nothing's not going to come out of it. Next thing you know, he gets a title opportunity quick. He wins the championship. Kofi Kingston's at, at home thinking, why WWE never pushed me like that? Oh, Big E's at the top of the world right now. Next thing you know, um... Uh, what was I saying? Next thing you know, people, um, Kofi comes back and attacks Big E. Attacks Big E. He attacks Big E. They they have a, a match or whatever. Um, maybe Xavier Woods comes back, tries to manage things. They take out Xavier Woods as well. <laughs> and then we have a triple threat match for that Intercontinental Championship. I'm probably thinking too far, but um, maybe it just might be a little push. Maybe nothing. I don't know. I don't. I, I kind of don't see the New Day splitting up. But maybe maybe we get it. Maybe we get it. Uh, jealous Kofi Kingston takes out the Intercontinental Champion Biggie. And it sets up an Intercontinental Championship match. And you can also have Xavier Woods as a special guest referee. And he screws one of them guys over. Or he just pins a normal one, two, three. We'll see people when that time comes. We'll see. But. Well, I don't know. It's, it ain't looking too good. Grand Metalik defeated Shorty G via pinfall Drew Gulak and Lince Dorado to become the no new number one contender for the Intercontinental Championship next week. Um, this should be good. You know, he's a fly he's a high flyer, you know. Grand Metalik, he he's that dude. And so is AJ Styles, obviously, and uh But um we'll we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. Never kind of seen WWE, you know, give this type of person of opportunity at a title. Uh, it's not being racist, people. I'm just saying, you know, a, a tag team individual, um, and you know, somebody that never really has had an opportunity in WWE. So, uh, we'll see. Um, it should be a very good match, though. Um, the new SmackDown Tag Champs cut a promo backstage. Um, well, they trolled the New Day and make, making fun of Kofi Kingston's injury. 
Um, Cesaro did say it's not Big E's time to shine. Um, I did see somebody online say, well, the new, you know, uh, what if uh, Big E went, on to, went to Raw and joined MVP, Bobby Lashley, and them? He, he fits the style. I mean, I'll explain to you guys later why. But, I mean, yeah. That'd be cool. But, yeah, that it, it was fit. But, um, like I said, I'll talk about it more when, uh, when I bring up rumors. Um... Jeff Hardy defeated Sheamus in a bar fight via pinfall. I was actually, um, I actually thought that Sheamus was going to win. I actually thought so. Um, I did not think they would give this to... Jeff Hardy, you know, because supposedly he does not want to sign with WWE, re-sign with them, and uh, but I mean, he won, um, so that was good. Um, I'm happy he won. I was gonna be so mad, people, if they did not give Jeff Hardy this win, but they did. They they did the right thing. I think if you build it up, you built this up where. Basically, Jeff Hardy cannot win. He can't beat the Celtic Warrior. He can't. Um, he can't beat him. So, it's like, I, the odds are against Jeff Hardy. But, hey, they, he did. Um, you know, a lot of fans... Didn't like the storylines and, and everything, but people, we got to go through the storylines to get to the next one. Um, I don't know what's going to happen with Jeff Hardy now. Um, I don't I don't know when his contract's up, but this might be the last one for Jeff Hardy in WWE if he is indeed um, leaving WWE. Um, so, yeah. Um, I got some rumors to talk about, though. Um, the Wrestling Observer Newsletter notes that the current plan is Edge versus Randy Orton in, in, in a I Quit match at WrestleMania next year that had been the plan for SummerSlam, but Edge's injury changed that. That would have been, been a very good uh, SummerSlam match, but you know what? Give them some time. They've already had two matches yet at, at WrestleMania. You can have this. Or even at Royal Rumble. Survivor Series, whatever it is. Um, the one also says a lot of people within WWE don't like the idea of a new nation of domination because of the current social climate. Now, when I was talking about Biggie, I was talking about this. Um, they're saying maybe uh, Ron Simmons can run it or MVP runs it. But Ron Simmons is like kind of like saying, hey, you guys should do something like this. You got MVP as the leader. You have Bobby Lashley, Shelton Benjamin. Uh, maybe add Apollo to it, you could. Um, but one of the other people you could add it would be uh, Biggie. And oh my goodness, I Biggie has that type of, you know, I doubt they'll use him, but could you imagine? That would be insane. That would be 
insane. But yeah. Um, original plans call for Oscar versus Charlotte at SummerSlam per the Observer. It's unclear what the plan is now as things are rapidly changing. Um, I'm going, depending on what happens next week, might be Oscar versus Sasha Banks. Or you could do a Bianca Belair or Shayna Baszler still there. You could do Oscar versus Shayna Baszler. If Oscar gets the title back this Monday night. Uh, WWE, WWE has applied to trademark NXT UK Heritage Cup, according to PW Insider. The early speculation is this will be a, a this will be for a tournament of some sort. Jacob Fatou's deal with uh, MLW makes him exclusive to the promotion and expressly forbids him to work with WWE or AEW per insider. He signed through 2025. All right, that's uh, that's the rumors, people. That those are the rumors. Um, now I'm not done in the show yet. I am not done, people. Can you believe it? I'm not done yet. I'm not done yet. Yeah, I'm not done yet. That's right. I want to give my top five. Um, my top five. Um, factions of all time, people. That's right. That's what I'm doing. My top factions, my top five factions of all time. All right. Um, all right. So at number five, people, it would have to be the Heart Foundation, ladies and gentlemen. That is right. The Heart Foundation. Why? You ask me why. People, the Heart Foundation, that was a family. They were just gold no matter what. Just think about it. If Owen Hart was still alive, come on. There's no, the Hart Foundation, who knows what they would have been. Or just him and Bret Hart, what, what, um, what they would have been, you know. Um, it's amazing. It really is. Um, I mean, rest in peace to his beautiful soul. I mean, I wish it could have uh, went a lot differently. A lot. A lot, lot differently. Um, but yeah, that'd be my, my number five, all right? My number four, and no, it's not the horseman. Okay. My number four, wow. And you know, there's so many, there's so many. So many I could go with. But my number four would have to be the new war world order N W O A O. That's right. N W O. Can you? Guys, just 
As soon as I got chills just saying their names, they were. Who was stopping them? He even had the Big Show one time on there. The Big Show, Hulk Hogan, Kevin Nash, and Razor, Chico, Razor Ramon. That's right. Come on, people. My number three? My number three is no other than D-Generation X. Even the one that was just of Triple H and Shawn Michaels a few years ago. When you look at those people, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Road Dog, China, X-Pac, we got two words for you. Suck it. Yep, that's right. Suck it. Um, and, and them invading WCW and all that, that, they were the real deal, people. They changed the landscape of the of WWF forever, and they just it, it just worked out. There was no better no better team, but there was, <laughs> but there was. Um, my, I believe I'm at number two. You see, this I get so confused. Like I get so excited about everything, and I just like forget. Um. And yeah, so my number five. I did number Heart Foundation, um, NWO, Degenerate. Yep, my number two. People, my number two would have to be Evolution. Evolution. Me growing up as a kid, as I started watching wrestling, and then these guys debuting. Yeah, Triple H. You had time to play the game. <laughs> you had Batista. Unleash the animal. You had the young but proven young Randy Orton, the future legend killer. Come on. And then you had the legend, the Hall of Famer. You had a 16-time world champion. Woo! You had Ric Flair, ladies and gentlemen. Come on. Triple H, Batista, Randy Orton, and Ric Flair on one team. Just imagine how they beat Mick Foley and The Rock at WrestleMania 20 and more. Come on, people. Think about it. Think about it. They changed the landscape forever. At one time, they even had titles. I believe, uh, let me get this right. Uh, Triple H had the World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, Randy Orton was holding the Intercontinental Championship, and Batista and Ric Flair were holding the Raw Tag Team Titles, I believe, at one, at once, all at once. And then it slowly broke up. Triple H and Ric Flair were always together, but uh, they got rid of Orton, then Batista, and then obviously Rick and Triple H just went their separate ways. Um, but my number one. My number one, people, is no other, no other. This is arguably the greatest faction of all time. They came into WWE and just took over like no one ever before, people. The way that these guys were able, these guys were able to just 
just do things and, you know, take over uh, everyone and everything. You know, um, <laughs> it was amazing. It really was amazing. And that even they're not together anymore. It hurts. It does hurt. But uh, at the end of the day, they are still three of the greatest wrestlers of all time. And if they're not there yet, they eventually will get there. Eventually. Um, and not only that, but they are workhorses. They are the three most, when they are together, they are the three most dominant guys in pro wrestling today. And and when they're alone, when they're just singles competitors, they are as dominant as well. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking about The Shield. That is right, ladies and gentlemen, The Shield. Um, They are arguably the greatest trio, the greatest faction of all time. The way they used to dominate, it was it was unbelievable. It really was unbelievable. And I just have faith that one day John Moxley is gonna say, "Hey WWE, I'm willing to come back if you're gonna treat me right. You're gonna book right, and let's get this thing rolling." Boom! And they just come back, people. I, I, you know how crazy that would be. Like, think about this. Dean Ambrose, he was the de facto, he was the leader, mouthpiece of the group. Um, Seth Rollins was chaotic in the ring, like his ring style. He was outspoken. He was a hothead who would do crazy things to help the Shield. He was the architect, though. He planned it all out. And then you got the big dog, Roman Reigns. He was the heavy hitter, the powerhouse. He was definitely a heck of an athlete. Um, he, he was least talkative, though. Um, but when the Shield needed the, their muscles, Roman, yeah, come here. I'm going. Oh, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. And they just ran through everybody for at least a year, just running through Everyone winning championships, and at one time, Ambrose had the United States Championship. Roman and Seth had the tag team titles. Come on, people. Just as dangerous as it comes. And when they used to reunite, come on. It... Man, it used to used to know, even though fans got tired of it. But I, t I tell you one thing: if Ambrose returned to help Seth and Roman, come on, you're not gonna tell me that fans would pop. And I'm not saying you do it next week. When whenever his AEW contracts up. I, I say wait three to three to five years till Ambrose returns. If Ambrose returns in three to five years. Perfect. But you don't do it now. You don't do it this year. You don't do it next year either.
Oh, you get the fans missing. He left what? He left like in 2019. Um, yeah, he left in 2019. Um, 20. No, not not even 21. 20. Not even 21. 21. You gotta wait 2022, 2023, or 2024, and you bring him back. Reunite the shield, and they just take over everything. Guys, you don't even have, you can have one in NXT, Raw, and SmackDown. You don't have to have them fighting for main main card championships. Seth Rollins can win that NXT championship again, or on the other guys could just win their champ, uh, be the first their first NXT title run. Um, Ambrose wins the SmackDown uh, WWE Championship. Rollins and Reigns wins the Raw. WWE Championship, and we're all happy. We are all happy, people. I, if there's one thing, and I constantly watch uh, the wrestling highlights and stuff because people, I do miss, I do miss them. The Shield, like I said, are one of the greatest factions of all time, and they will forever be until somebody else comes along and rips people's guts out. And even that singles competitors, even when they went one-on-one against each other, when they had that triple threat match against each other, they tore the house down. That's just the type of people that they were, the type of guys that they were. Um, you know, we, we, we look at those type of things and we say, wow, this is, this is amazing. This is great. I'm like, yeah, it is great. This is pro wrestling, baby. All right, guys. Um, now, before I go, uh, who went up and who went down this week? Um, who went down this week would have to be, uh, would probably have to be, would have to be probably Vince McMahon and WWE and all them writers. You could have had the eyeball up rolling on the floor. You gotta have blood just gushing out of his eye, out of Rey Mysterio's eye, but you did not. You did a foolish move. Foolish. But sorry. I still love you guys. Uh, <laughs> um, we also, who went up this week? Who went up would have to be Biggie. Biggie is finally getting his push that he needs, that he wants. Now, it's your turn, WWE. What are you gonna do with the Big E? The big ending. What are you going to do with them? You got to have a great ending to have a big ending. Come on. Let's do it. Let's push this man to his maximum. Let's have it the E way. That's right. Let's have. I am. I I am so delightful. I can see you. Ha <laughs> um, ha. Show of the week. Show of the week would have to be. Uh, extreme rules. It was definitely extreme rules. Raw, SmackDown, NXT, AEW did not, not catch my level of attention. So I got to go with extreme rules. Horror show at extreme rules. They stole the show with the Bray Wyatt, with the Rollins and Mysterio, Wyatt and uh, Strowman, um, and McIntyre and uh, McIntyre and Ziggler and Sasha Banks and Oscar. Those were it for me. This is Mark Cohen podcast, husband, father, podcaster. See you guys next week.